The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is sponsored by Unity.org. Elevate your life with the Rise Into Your Power Habit Tracker. Track up to 10 habits for 30 days and experience transformative results. To learn more, visit go.unity.org forward slash rise. Live the life you truly want. Experience the Jenna Effect. I'm Vincent Jenna, psychic therapist, medium, and spiritual teacher. Become unstoppable. Learn the secret that's holding you back. Wherever you are in the world today, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm Vincent Jenna psychic therapist, medium, spiritual teacher, and author of the new book, The Secret That's Holding You Back, that was released June 21st. I'm really excited about the book. It's gotten such incredible reviews and endorsements. So go get one today. It's a great copy. But that's not what I'm here to talk about today. This is the Jenna Effect. And we're here to talk about that. And one of the things I really thought of sharing with you today is being tired. That's right, being tired. I'm not just talking about physically tired. You know, you had a long day at work or you were out in the garden doing some work there or repairing the home or some physical labor someplace else. You went and you exercised and you're tired physically, that's not the type of tired I'm talking about. That you can always get rest for in a nice glass of wine or a Coke outside, sitting down, enjoying the weather when it's nice enough to. Yeah, that gives you relaxation then, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about emotional exhaustion, emotionally being tired. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I myself had experienced that recently. You know, there is a lot of work to do when you write a book. Part of the work, only part of the work is writing the book. The rest of the work comes when it's being released and prior to it being released. All of the work you have to do to get pre-orders and all the things you need to do in order to keep the sales going. And you want to keep the sales going in order to get the message out there. And I like being able to get out there. So that was definitely emotionally exhausting for me. But even more than that, I'm talking about emotional exhaustion when you're trying to create the life of your dreams, when you're trying to move forward and evolve and grow, when you want to reach the next chapter of your life or the next level of your life. It can be really tiring. And I know I have experienced that too. And that's why I wanted to share this episode with you about being tired 
And it's got to be tiring for some people. I have heard some of the most incredible stories. You got to remember that my job as a psychic therapist, I have that therapist word in there purposely. I went back to school and I got my BA in psychology and my master's in clinical social work. So I would know the human mind upside down and inside out because that's where I was going. I was going in your psyche. When you have a reading with me, I'm going into your soul and I'm going into your psyche. I'm going into those deep recesses of your mind that you've got hidden away, but you can't be hidden away from me because I get in there as a psychic and I see what some of you have been through and what you're still going through. And I'm not just talking about physical ailments, though there are plenty of those going on out there. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. People are sick all over the place. I can't even begin to tell you some of the diseases that I have found and heard of craziness besides the typical stuff and diseases besides the coronavirus that's almost nothing compared to some of the other things copd all these different tumors everywhere and types of cancer diseases that i can't even pronounce the words of unbelievable things and then financial stress that people have been going through oh my gosh Oh, today, you know, it was great. You know, anybody who wanted to sell a home, we just did. We sold a home um, back in, in 20, gosh, 2020. Yes, and we had a new home built. And it was all at that right timing, right at the beginning of everything. And then everything exploded. Homes rocketed in cost. But that's because the interest level was so low. Right now, the interest level is going high, higher and higher and higher. Now, because of what was going on in Russia, that craziness over there, of course, we feel it over here. Our gasoline prices, holy moly. When did people have to pay $100 just to fill up their tank, to fill up their tank of gas, all of this stress? And now the interest rates, they're not ending. They're going higher. They're trying to do everything they can to stop people from getting loans, buying homes. That's what always happens. And so that adds stress. And then the weather. Woo! Man, oh, man, oh, man. Mother Nature is just as messed up as we are right now. I'm telling you all over the world, there are crazy events happening in storms. We are getting storms. I'm in North Carolina here. And last night, we got winds and a storm as if it was a tornado, a hurricane. I don't know if any of you, it's so funny because some of my neighbors posted, if any of you had seen Ghostbusters, the first movie, right? Dozer. Dozer was the great spirit that was coming in. And you see those ominous clouds up in the sky. Anytime some devil spirit is coming in, um, some demon, right? You always see the clouds forming and it's like thundering and lightning up in the clouds and something is about ready to happen to destroy the entire world. Well, that's what happened in my neighborhood last night. Oh, it was craziness. We went out there, it was just like, ah, Toto, Toto. Are we going to land in Oz? I mean, I didn't know what was happening. And of course the power went out, everything. But that's happening everywhere. That adds stress. And when you build up all of that stress, that's exhausting. But the promise is that if you maintain that positive attitude, you're going to be able to still manifest through all of that. You're going to be able to thrive through all of that. How the hell 
Do you maintain that faith, that strength? That's what's exhausting. It's exhausting to try to hold on to faith. I've known people that I would say were the most faithful people that I have ever met in my life. Nothing wavered within them about faith and belief, belief in God, belief in a higher element, belief in the law of attraction and being able to manifest belief in themselves. And then that waver, waver because of all of this stress and strain or a circumstance that was devastating to them. There's a lot of devastating circumstances going on. And it doesn't matter what degree of devastation it is. Each person handles their own. And it doesn't matter when you keep piling on top, even small ones, small little crises, one after another. That strain and stress brings you down, pulls you down. People are praying more now than ever before, but they're praying for faith. They're praying for strength. Give me the strength. That's all I hear. Give me the strength. How do I maintain the strength? That's because we're exhausted. We're tired. Oh, there's plenty of evidence to show that if you maintain that strength, you can come out on the other side of any devastation. We've seen that in the past, and we see plenty of people doing that even today. But it's not that easy. It's really tiring, isn't it? I know how you feel. I feel you right now. Matter of fact, the psychic part of me is hearing you go, yes, Vincent. Oh, my gosh, you're speaking my language. You're speaking my words. It's tiring. And I feel so bad that I'm tired. I feel so bad that I'm exhausted. That I feel so bad that I have to work so hard at maintaining my strength in my faith, in my belief. In knowing, in my hope, in knowing that everything is going to be okay. Is everything going to be okay? People have asking me, are we on Armageddon? Is this the beginning of Armageddon? Is this the beginning of the end? That's how tired people are. People weren't asking those questions before. Yeah, some were. Yeah, you'd always see some crazy person in the streets of Manhattan, right? Holding the book at the end. The end is near. I, I saw that 60 years ago when I was a little kid. And my mother took me into Manhattan. Mommy, mommy, what is that man saying? Oh, don't listen to him. He's nuts. You know, the end is near. People have been saying that for a long time now. But people are asking me now, is the end near? I don't know. I can say that as a psychic. I don't know. And if there's any other psychic who tells you they know, they don't know. Because they don't know. That's right. The spirits, they don't know. Because of free will, not everything is etched in stone. Oh, the beginning was and the end was. The Alpha, the Omega. That's what the source spirit, God, Yahweh, Elohim, whatever you want to call it. When it created us, it created the beginning and the end. Well, it wanted to guarantee the results. At least it wanted to guarantee that it could not, that we could not destroy what it created, what God created. We cannot destroy it. We cannot destroy ourselves. 
having been created by the, this omnipotent power, we're part of it, we are it. And an omnipotent power cannot destroy itself. Then does that mean, does it have limit? No, it doesn't have limit, it has intelligence. And intelligence doesn't end intelligence. You don't become purposely stupid or ignorant. You just don't do that. Otherwise, that's not intelligent. And if you are an intelligent being, you wouldn't go there. Therefore, if you are an unlimited being, you wouldn't limit yourself by destroying yourself. So we're not destroyed. So that's guaranteed. But it's the in-between part that we're dealing with right now. That in-between part. We're not dealing with it very well. We're not creating it very well. Oh, yes, don't get me wrong. Just like all the other luminaries say, there's plenty of authors and wonderful people out there, very high up on the echelon, very high up on that totem pole of, of evolution and knowledge and wisdom. And they're all saying that this is a wonderful opportunity time period. Yes, it is, because it's the opportunity to do something freaking different. <laughs> That's right. Yes, you have the opportunity to create something different. We all do. But will we? That's what matters. And we're so tired. Can we? So what do you do? What do you do when you're so tired? Like I said earlier, we know what to do when you're tired physically. You go to sleep. You go rest, you go relax, you do something relaxing, you go watch a movie, you have a glass of wine, go sit outside, go take a walk in nature, go to the mountains, go to the beach, go in your pool, go in the jacuzzi, go in the tub. I have a friend, she soaks in a tub every single night. Yep, she has a glass of wine on a tub, candles lit in the tub. Not that I've seen her there, she told me that. She's my wife and I's friend. And we just spent time with her in Africa, South Africa. So you can do anything you want physically to relax. <sighs> Take a deep breath, meditate. Meditation is fabulous for relaxing. It's a little bit more difficult to do when you're feeling stressed because you're sitting there. And you're trying to let go of that conscious thinking, but it's really hard. It's really hard to. I do try to do it myself. I try to let go and I believe I'm letting go of the stress. And then I go to sleep at night and all of a sudden I have a dream of water overwhelming and covering everything. Nothing but water comes in. I knew my emotions were overtaking everything and I wasn't realizing that they were. So I take the time. I take the time to do something like this. Ah, wait a minute. I may be onto something. Hold on. You take the time to do something positive. You take the time to do something good. Right. When you are feeling exhausted, you need to take the time. But you need to take emotional and spiritual time. So we're body, mind, and spirit, right? So when you're physically exhausted, when the body is physically exhausted, you know how to rest the body. But when your mind and spirit are exhausted, you've got to do something for the both of them at the same time. 
So you've got to do something that would be considered spiritual and emotionally uplifting. Uplifting. You like that? Uplifting. That's right. Something emotionally and spiritually uplifting. What can that be for you? It would be anything. Every time I have the chance to talk with somebody and help them believe in themselves, make them feel good about themselves, make them feel good about pursuing a dream, give them some kind of hope, I feel great. I feel good inside. Not only does my emotional mind feel good, but my heart feels good. And when they both feel good, guess what? My whole body feels good. My spirit feels good. I feel pumped. I feel elated. I feel I have more energy. I have more faith. So it isn't always about doing something for yourself. And what's just coming to me right now, I wonder if that's the purpose of crises. I wonder, you know what? Here, think about this. Look, I'm just this. I get insights too. And sometimes right as I'm talking with you, but think about this for a moment. When are humans in general at their best? When are humans at their best? In moments of crises in moments of crises. And I'm wondering if we create crises to get ourselves, to make ourselves experience those moments. Think about that. If at those times of need, we truly have a chance and we get to experience our greatness as humans. We help each other. We don't see color. We don't see sexual orientation. We don't see or hear pronouns. We don't see gender. All we see are human spirits having a difficult time and man, oh man, do we jump in there and we help each other. And we go in deep in our pockets. We may not have a pot to piss in. We may not have any extra change in our pockets, but we're going in there searching to give. I got to give something. I got to give. Maybe I have some blankets. Maybe I have some pillows. Maybe I have some old clothes, some jackets or something that I can give. I got some food. I've got some canned food. I'm going to share. I got the warmth of a house. Come in. Come in. Let me help you. We don't even have time to think. Wait a minute. Mm. Okay. First of all, before I help you, could you please tell me your sexual orientation? Are you gay, lesbian, queer, transgender, non-descriptive, whatever? Oh, um, and what is your background? What's your nationality? What's your religion? What do you religiously believe in? No, we don't do that. We don't even think about that. We help. And you know what's exhausting? Waiting until that stuff happens in order to help. That's exhausting. 
then thinking we have to be somebody special to be evolved, that's exhausting. And sometimes I try so hard to be the best I can so that I can gain momentum and get out there more because I love the messages that I have and I want to share that with everybody. And I myself at times don't think I'm doing enough. That's exhausting. Believing you're not enough. Take it from me. It's painful. And then, and then when I feel those moments, I receive these incredible messages. I get texts all the time, emails from people saying, I attended your class. I had a reading with you. I heard you on one of your interviews. You uplifted me. You gave me hope. You made me pursue my life better and more. You made me believe in myself. You helped me transform my life. Wow. There's nothing better than being told you helped somebody gain happiness. Not just survive, but gain happiness. And so, yeah, that's uplifting. And you know what? I get more energy. That's right. I get more power. I get more faith every time I do something like that. So I think the answer then is this. In this time, and when you feel the most exhausted, and you don't even have to wait until you're totally exhausted, do something spiritually uplifting for someone else. Doesn't matter what it is. Pay somebody a compliment. Do you know how few compliments go on out there? It's so funny, but in the beginning, my wife used to say to me, Vinny, you're always complimenting people. Do you really mean what you're telling them? Or do you really think they deserve that compliment? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Do you know all the shit that they've heard prior to that compliment? Yeah, they need to hear it. They don't only deserve to hear it. They need to hear something said good about them for a change. Because I knew what it felt not to have anything good said about you and said about me. Yes, my own mother said, who do you think you are when I wanted to be a professional actor? Nothing good comes from the Jennas. Nothing ever has. So why do you think you're good enough to become an actor? And I know how that felt. As a matter of fact, I'm still hearing it from little Vinny today, unfortunately. He still says it. says it all different times during the day. All different times. I, I can't even begin to tell you some, that's what's exhausting, listening to that voice over and over again. But I'm on top of it. And I don't care how exhausted I am. I'm not going to get let that little voice take over. That's what my book is about. It helps you stop that little voice inside that wants to say you're not good enough. You're not worthy enough. You're not lovable enough. You're not smart enough. You're not deserving enough. You're not good looking enough. Even that enough comes along. 
but I'm on top of that. And I do something inspiring because I know I'll give compliments to people. Go give a compliment to somebody. See how you change their day. But I'm not just talking about, oh, you look so good today. No, I'm talking about really get in there. Wow. Whatever you're doing, man, you, you look so good. There is such a glow about you. Your energy is so positive and so wonderful. When you smile like that, I do that. I stop at people. I turn around and I tell them, it doesn't matter if the person is obese, thin, skinny, whatever color they are. I really see they can still be dressed up nice. They put their hair nice. They put their clothes nice, whatever it is. They did their nails really nice. There is always something to say to somebody to make them feel good. You know, the time that you just put in to do your nails like that, I want you to know that that was so worth it. Your hands look absolutely beautiful because your nails look so beautiful. And in today's day and age, I always preface it with, listen, I am married. My wife is right over here, but I've just, this is not sexual harassing at all. I just want to take the time to tell you that color looks spectacular on you. I need you to know that you give off such a radiant, positive energy. And I think that color is complimenting that. And they look at you and they go, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, that means so much. I went on a safari. We went on seven of them, right? And there was one place that we stayed at four days, three nights. And this tracker, it was just a tracker and his, his fiance that took care of the entire camp. And they went out with us together, but he did most of the tracking and most of the talking and it shared so much wonderful information. And I had to tell him, I said, I need you to know something. I said, this was a special trip for my wife and I, but you made it that much more special because you took the time you cared about us in the way you presented things here at the camp, in the way you shared information with us about the different animals out there in the wilderness, that it made this such a memorable moment for my wife and I will never forget that. And I hope you never forget that your gift is not just the word you share, but the heart that you put in all your work. And this guy got tears in his eyes and he looked at his fiance and he's like, oh my God, I, I, I don't know what, I've never heard such wonderful things. Thank you so much. Thank you. It touched his heart and soul because nobody took the time to ever say that to him. But I was totally truthful about it. It was amazing. And that warmed my heart that I touched his. He, I asked him if I could hug him goodbye. And he said, absolutely. He gave me the biggest, tightest hug, really tight. This guy was like one of those, those really built tracking guys going out into survivor land type built guys. And he was really strong. And then he turned around and he says, it's been three years since I ever hugged a man. He missed it. He missed it. The last time he hugged somebody was his father who passed away since. Right. And so because I took that time, it uplifted him, but it also empowered me. By giving it to him, it empowered me. How does that work? It's who we are. So go do something, say something. Did Was that a great effort off my back? Did I have to dig deeper in my pockets or pay extra for that? Absolutely not. That was free. 
It was free because it was from me. It was from my heart and my soul and just taking the time to care about this person. And so take the time to do something like that. And I'm telling you, you will gain the strength not only to have more faith, but to continue to pursue your hopes, your dreams, your goals, your life. Just by giving, just by making a difference, especially today, with all of this stress, with all this negativity, with all the world complaining, because you don't know what's going on out there. You don't know who's going to snap, right? So you may be stopping the next person who was meant to snap to not snap and go in the opposite direction and start to love again. Just because you took the time to say something positive and strong. So that's what you can do. And I tell you this, that's not exhausting. That's energizing. That is food for your soul. If you think of all the luminaries who are here that made a big difference from Jesus all the way to Martin Luther King Jr. to Gandhi to Nelson Mandela, what did they do? All they ever did was lift up. Yes, they pointed out the wrongdoings. They pointed out the wrong attitudes. You're being a hypocrite. But you don't have to be. And they lifted up. Do you think God loves you less than he loves all the creatures of the world? That's what Jesus used to say all the time. Man is equal. We are equal. You are equal. You deserve happiness. You deserve to be free, to be treated equally. You are worthy of that. That's what Martin Luther King Jr. used to say. You are better than being controlled by this force, this power here, by the British. You are worthy people. You are capable of creating your own clothes, gaining your own salt and herbs so that you don't have to be dependent on others that make you feel bad about yourself. That's what Gandhi used to say. Every single one of them lifted up. Go lift somebody up today. That will give you more courage and strength. It's interesting. When you go to the gym and you're working out and you want to strengthen your muscles and you want to grow, yeah, I got to get back to the gym. No comments out there, okay? These aren't men boobs. They're just flattened, gigantic pectoral muscles. That's all. They're at rest. I'm building. What do you do? Do you use the same weights constantly? Oh, yeah, I'm working out. Ooh, ooh, yeah. I'm working out here, man. Same weight over and over again? No. You increase the weights. You increase the resistance in order to gain the strength. And maybe that same analogy is what we use in the world today. We increase the crises when we want to get stronger. Well... Here's the other thing and the other side of it. When as you're as strong as you want to be, you no longer have to work that hard anymore. You just go for maintenance. 
So we don't need the crises to become spiritually strong anymore. We don't. If we apply the principles and we become spiritually strong, we won't need any of this stress to remind us of who we really are. If we become compassionate beings that we're meant to, if we help each other and do something spiritual for each other that we're meant to on a daily basis, we won't need the crises to remind us that we're capable of that. Does it make sense? I think so. So let's get out there and do some spiritual weightlifting. Go help a neighbor do something remarkable for them. Make them feel good about themselves. Turn around and tell them that the reason why you may be buying their coffee in line is because they're worth it. Just say that. Say that. Don't just buy the coffee now. Don't just give the food. Don't just give the poor the money. Turn around and tell them why you're doing it. You're worth it. You're my brother and sister too. You're worth helping. You're worth caring for. Make them feel good about themselves. Uplift their soul. It gives them more power. It gives you more power. Go out and try that. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Vincent Jenna, your psychic therapist, medium, spiritual teacher, and author of The Secret That's Holding You Back. And this is the Jenna Effect Podcast. Come back and listen to me again next week. See you soon. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation Podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.